are the funniest people I know. These are the funniest people I know. Said improv riffing, callers and sketches, characters and interviews, and then some more sketches. Now these are the funniest people you know. Now these are the funniest people you know. Now these are the funniest, these are the funniest, these are the funniest, these are the funniest people I know. Hello, world, and welcome to the Funniest People I Know podcast and radio show. I want to get right into this. TJ. Yes. There's a raid happening. There mm-hmm. is a raid. We are all going to Area 51, you guys. Say what? Finally figure out what's in there. Yeah, I didn't what they're bring hiding. Heels. Yes, you can bring heels. You can bring whoever you want. It's going to yes. be a party. It's going to be an end of the world party, like Britney Spears. Like, <laughs> way to the world ends. Yeah, TJ, give us a little background in case some of our listeners aren't as savvy on yes, social yes, media yes, 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 like yes. myself. Yes. On Facebook, a long time ago, it was like last week, this guy <laughs> was like, you know what, we're going to figure out what's going on in that Area 51 in the middle of Nevada desert. And I'm going to start this Facebook event. I don't know the guy. And then it just became a thing. All these news sources started reporting more about it, which gave it more publicity. And now there's 1.5 million people RSVP to rating Area going 51 on, on Facebook. Yeah, Facebook. And there's more interested, of course. People can't commit these days. So I said I'm going because I'm a committer. So wait, TJ, you mean yeah. to tell me this whole Area 51 craze thing yeah. yes. that everyone has been memeing, I keep seeing all this stuff on my timeline, uh-huh. it's just because some random person yes. decided to make an event basically saying they were going to raid Area 51, uh-huh. other people have now said they're going, and now the whole nation is threatening to go to Area 51, or the government feels like they need to stop everyone. Absolutely. Right, because it's a highly classified Air Force right. facility mm-hmm. where it's said mm-hmm. that there are aliens known. or UFOs. Yes. It's known. It's, it's fact. Known. It's a known fact. Exactly. Why would I, we all be saying this? Area 51. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think science fiction mm-hmm. has played a role in mm-hmm. leading us to believe that... By science fiction, do you mean Facebook? Yes. Okay. Yes. YouTube. Hashtag free ET. <laughs> so, let's like see the aliens. What do you think they're going to find? Aliens and spaceships. Military guys pointing guns at them. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what they're going to find because in addition to this group of folks that are saying we're going to swarm it in numbers, yeah. mm-hmm. I imagine Goblin Lord of the Rings style, <laughs> maybe Game of Thrones Unsullied Army. style. I think it's going to be six people. They're going to show up in the military and go, you and what army? And they're going to look behind them and it's going to be crickets. There's this whole other kind of counter movement that mm-hmm. I found mm-hmm. on YouTube mm-hmm. of these pro-government people warning against this mob showing up and trying to break into the Air Force. Mm-hmm. Deep state. Okay. And these guys are scary. Uh, How scary? One dude in the background had what, to my eyes, looked like an arsenal of AFK-47. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Well, why? Well, I don't know, but he's yeah, exactly. not on the base. I wonder, is there going to be a counter-defense They don't attack? need your help. The military doesn't need your help, sir. You <laughs> yeah. can stay home with your bombs and guns. Yeah. Right. Clearly, it's not a U.S. government-sanctioned video, right? Yeah. This yeah. yeah. I came to defend America. <laughs> I saw this meme that a thousand people are going to show up, and then there's going to be all these food trucks, and then there's going to be these DJs that come perform. It's just going to be a big music festival. It's going to be like Burning Man. Be yeah. Festival Burning Man 2. And then it's just going oh to happen every year, and then there are going to be aliens there partying with people. But you won't know. People will be in costumes. Exactly. <gasps> Brilliant. I know, and everyone's on drugs. 
Mm-hmm. And from a distance and under the influence, mm-hmm. someone in an alien costume. Yeah, or if like Miley Cyrus shows up yeah. you know, and they think it's her. Exactly. And they make her their queen. Uh-huh. I have to admit something. Uh-huh. I'm kind of starting to like Miley. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Ten years past her prime? Why not? Yeah. Hmm. It's retro now. Yes. Well, I love her. she's an activist, which is kind of cool. Okay. And yeah. I've recently heard some of her covers, and she's got this kind of sulky. I think what I really like is Miley after too many cigarettes. Mm-hmm. She has that smoky. Like, Miley. Like yeah. Miley at 14. Yeah. Yeah. She's sort of she becoming was, a. She had a husky voice on Hannah Montana. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and now that she's older and been screaming into microphones for so long, it's mm. getting deeper. It's kind of cool. I came in like a wrecking ball. <laughs> 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 yes. Oh my god, I cannot Miley. wait to go to Miley Cyrus's yes. past her prime tour. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she'll be like Madge from Monsters Inc. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of popular musicians, I've got an update to the meat song. Speaking of popular musicians, me? Yep, yep. <laughs> okay. Y'all remember when I became a vegetarian, I wrote mm-hmm. this sweet, solemn goodbye. And we played it on the radio. And thank you to those of you who wrote in and are going through your own vegan, vegetarian situation. TJ, you still in the game? I am still in the game. I'm still a vegan. How long? For five months now. Wow, that's great. I don't know. I got to check my phone because I have an app that tells me. (laughs) How long you've been vegan? Hold on. Please This is memory app? (laughs) Yeah. It's unreliable. It keeps track of how long you've been doing this thing. I think it's longer than that because I remember that you were vegetarian right before Thanksgiving. Yeah. After that (laughs) first version, which I played on the radio, the original time I performed this was to sing the chorus enough time so that I could make an audience sing John Denver but with the bye-bye beef, goodbye ham, what I've done is I've decided to go ahead and punch it up. Okay. Five months and seven days. <laughs> yes. And maybe write a few more jokes. I'm going to go ahead and play version two of the meat song. Hey, everybody. Hey, Will. Hey. Welcome to Broken 30. You know, I'm thinking about becoming a vegetarian. Any veggies in the crowd? Yeah. <laughs> cool. Where are the vegans? Hey! Oh, <coughs> you must be exhausted. <laughs> I feel great. <laughs> if I do stick with it, there are some things that I'll miss about eating meat. Goodbye, brisket. Goodbye, smoked ribs. No more pulled pork. Fare thee well, fried chicken. I eat plants now, growing from the trees. Tried to be a vegan, but I couldn't give up cheese. Bye-bye beef, goodbye ham. No more pork, no more lamb. Toodaloo, turkey. So long, sausage. It's been sweet. Goodbye, me. So none of that's changed. Y'all remember that. Mm -hmm, All right. mm -hmm. Here's the new stuff. Hey, you know, maybe I'll be a pescatarian. The ocean is plentiful, and, well, there's a ton of fish options available. Hey, Will. How's it going? Oh, it's okay, George. I'm trying to work out my dietary beliefs in front of an audience. I gave up meat, but I'm thinking of going pescatarian. 
Well, you won't be a pescatarian for very long if you do. 90% of the oceans are already fished out, not to mention that for every pound of shrimp on your plate, 26 pounds of other sea creatures were killed and tossed back into the sea. Have a great show. Damn it. (laughs) So long, salmon. Later, lobster. No more crab cakes. Fare thee well, clam chowder. Calamari served up crispy fried. Living life without you brings a teardrop to my eye. Goodbye, clams. Arctic char. No more shrimp or caviar. <laughs> Toodle tuna. Go ahead. So long, scallops. Ain't gon' dish no more fish. I can do this. Instead of a mushu pork, I'll take a cube of tofu. You can keep the corn dog, babe. I'll just eat the corn. <laughs> Cause quitting meat for good, I get the feeling that I may not be so overweight. Overweight. Wait a minute. What do I eat now? Chunks of soy, seaton <laughs> too, meatless meat, and tofu. Try the tofurkey, taste the tempeh, it's been sweet. Goodbye, meat. So there's this thing yeah. called the Impossible Burger that you can get at Burger King, and it's so good. <laughs> Is yeah. that what you were thinking about the whole time? Yeah, because there are these meat alternatives that make it easier for people who miss it. Like, Beyond Meat creates, like, burger patties and Impossible Burger as well. <laughs> I had that today, actually. I went to Del Taco, and I got a Beyond Burrito that had the little beef crumbles in it. So you don't really have to say goodbye, only so long? No, goodbye, because, yeah, you're not me. <laughs> I love that you sang a song, and then TJ is just like, this reminds me of my lunch. I'm hungry. <laughs> good job, Will. That was great. Oh, that was really good. I like the rewrite. Yeah. Thanks. All the meats were one thing, but I tried to take it to a new level. Yeah. With the, uh, I was particularly proud of Arctic char and caviar. I was just about to tell you, that's, I think that's the best rhyme, is Arctic char and caviar. You could I, use some background singers, but that's just me. Yeah, on September 14th at the okay. Relapse Theater, there will be some. Oh, cool. Oh, so come yeah. check out Broke and 30. I'll be there. Can you drop a name of that show one more time, Will? You almost never mentioned it. <laughs> oh, I'm yeah. uh, <laughs> involved with a show, George, called Broke and 30. Really? What's it called? Sorry, I've never it's, heard of it before. For. Broken 30 is uh, what it's called. And actually, you're directing Broken 30. Oh, this is the first I've heard of it, though. So you, you never talk about it, ever. Offered to direct Broken 30. <laughs> you know, folks, I tell you, I have this job, and it's something to do between writing sketches for Broken 30. <laughs> I also occasionally will shower or have dinner, which is nice because, again, I get a little respite from writing mm-hmm. sketches for Broken 30. <laughs> We're going to move on. TJ, yes. I understand you've had a little cinematic adventure. Right. What have you been up to, TJ? Guys, I saw the movie The Bodyguard, or Yay! at least I was challenged to watch it. George, this was your favorite, correct, as a kid? Yeah, I loved this movie my entire childhood. It's really great. Mm-hmm. That says so much. So much. Oh. I don't understand 
It was my favorite movie from the age of 12 on, and mm-hmm. yet I still had to come out to my parents. <laughs> <laughs> but that's another conversation for another time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's not to be confused with anyone who's thinking of Bodyguard on Netflix, which has Rob Stark, a.k.a. Richard Madden, as the lead. This one came out in 1992, which stars Will's favorite actor, Kevin Costner. <laughs> <laughs> and then Whitney Houston, whose death we are still investigating mm. on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Murdered. Yes, exactly. Cupcakes. You know. <laughs> Winnie Houston, who's 28 years old at the time, plays Rachel wow. Marone, a pop oh, superstar wow. turned actress. Sound familiar? Mm-hmm. Is assigned an uh, ex-secret service agent turned professional bodyguard Frank Farmer. Sound familiar? Mm. Played by <laughs> Kevin Costner. This was also Whitney's first acting role. Her last was Sparkle. Yeah. With Jordan Sparks? Yes. Anyone remember? Mm-hmm. I, I Jordan do. Sparks? Fun fact, Madonna actually won the part, but Costner denied her the audition because she made fun of him in a 1991 documentary. By 1991 documentary, do you mean Truth or Dare? Yes. They got a lot of nerve calling that a documentary. Oh, <laughs> yeah. First off, Rachel is not the name of a world-renowned superstar, in my opinion. <laughs> Rachel is a character on Friends or a lesbian news correspondent. Okay? <laughs> now, I can't hear Rachel. Rachel is so basic, the name. Especially given pop stars today, like Beyonce, yeah. Rihanna, uh, yeah. Katy Perry. Fantasia. Yeah. Carol. Yes, mm-hmm. Carol. <laughs> Yeah, you don't hear any Megans. Well, Megan Trainer, but yeah, yeah, say her last name. Anyway, <laughs> first five minutes of the film, there's an explosion, which happens seven seconds. I timed it. I kept rewinding it, and I was like, oh. wait, this explosion happened? And we just go on to the next. But that was like 90s cinema. It was just like, this happened. Next. Mm-hmm. It was just like, I feel like we needed more from that whole event. Then we go to Rachel's Mansion, which looks kind of familiar. You might have seen it in The Godfather. That's the same mansion where the horse's head oh. yeah, fell off. Yeah. Could you tell I just read down like the fun fact? Did, did you watch it. the movie? <laughs> yes, I swear I did. But it also has a ton of fun facts. Oh, okay. So Rachel is then mad about Frank tightening security around her house because there's someone out to get her staying around these bombs. But she's laying by the pool when they're obviously doing construction. Then she complains about the construction that's going on to make her safe. So if we're talking about Diva, this is the epitome. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a total diva. Yeah, exactly. Like, how dare you make me safe and drill in these cameras on the side of my house? Right. Uh, and then we go to her concert scene after she's complained about him being around. And there must have been no stage security in the early 90s because supposedly it was a thing that people just come up on stage and start dancing. Oh, yeah, uh, that was really cool. Yeah. So <laughs> that's how we got Courtney Cox. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then. The first guy comes, she's like, it's fine. Then the second guy comes, she's like, yeah, it's like, whatever. Don't go anywhere, Frank. It's fine. Then, of course, she gets pulled into the audience, and that's where just all hell breaks loose. And then we skip to a couple more scenes later. Whitney's character and Frank are getting along. They're, like, flirting. And then she's like, who's the last person you were assigned to? Did they, like, die? And she laughs. <laughs> like, it's the most hilarious no. thing in the world. And he's like, oh, yeah. We can't joke and, about I know, that. right? No. It's early. I guess everything and anything was as a joke when you're that famous. <laughs> <laughs> Death. <laughs> Then one scene, a woman approaches Frank. Y'all remember in this after-party scene where with the top of the apartment building? 
Oh, yeah. yeah. So, wait, yeah. Wait, I know exactly what part yeah. you're talking about. Yeah. You remember that part where a woman approaches Frank and she's like, I've been watching you from across the room. <laughs> so mm-hmm. Frank responds, why don't you go back and keep watching? <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> not, no, thank you. I'm not looking right now. Or sorry, but I'm working. I'm on the clock. Like, <laughs> and then I know he's mad that Rachel is currently kicking up with another guy and the party, but it's like, wow. It was like an awkward moment, too. I think that was also around the time that they just didn't do a lot of cutting on the editing room floor. Yeah, they just you leave know? it in. It's just like, yeah, that's mm-hmm. weird. Overall, the movie was cool. I just, you know, I live for those 90s awkward moments in films. As y'all know, the film received two Oscar nominations for Best Original Song, but lost to Aladdin, who Ooh. had never had a friend like me. That, Wait, yeah. no, friend like me? Yeah, that, that was up against... Which is ironic because Whitney Houston's character presented the award for Best Original Song at the Oscars in the movie. She was dropping a major hint. Exactly. Shade. Until to this day, the movie soundtrack was the best-selling soundtrack of all time, which I didn't know. It was very interesting. Wow, enough. that's so interesting. That yeah. Aladdin. What an apples and oranges kind of... Because yeah, Even exactly. Like Me is a great song. Uh-huh. It is, but the bodyguard... What was it up against? I Will Always Love You? No. no it would have been Run to You or Queen of the Night or one of those. <gasps> yeah, so... Interestingly enough. What? That's an R&B classic. Let me uh-huh. tell you something, right. okay? Did not mean to hijack this, but yeah, that is an amazing yeah, soundtrack. Exactly. It is. I mm-hmm. grew up with my mother playing that mm-hmm. right along with the Wait in the XL soundtrack. Once that came out, another shoot, Whitney movie. Oh, yeah. don't, don't get me started, George. Oh, I'm mad. Can we go back? Can somebody find... Redo. They need a redo on we that. We need a redo. I will say, though, I don't think you can call this a race issue. Because no. the genie was... was he, was, he was blue. Blue. He was, well, and yeah. it turns out he was Will Smith all along. <laughs> right. The, which, that was his secret. Yeah. It, it's more of a taste issue. I would have guessed, but boo. Yeah. Then it became a musical, as y'all know, as well, The Bodyguard. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's a musical as well. Yeah, you know, they use more Whitney songs. Yeah. The same actor who played the genie in the Aladdin musical also played Whitney in the Bodyguard musical. <laughs> He's good. Oh. Big fan. Very versatile actor. This year is President's Year on the it's podcast. President's Year. As we're approaching another election, and we've got another President's Game, but we've got a funny people spin on it. Take it, George. We're going to play a game of Name That Tune. Oh. I read an article recently that was about the presidential candidates and the music that they play as they take the stage. There were a lot of interesting selections, so I picked some of them. I'm going to play the song, and then you guys have to guess who walks out to that song. All right, is this anybody still left in the race? They're all still in the race. I also am still in the race, for the record. (laughs) I have a song for you, too, Will. All right, George, let's play the first one. What do we think? Bernie. Yeah. You think it's Bernie? Bernie. Coming out oh. to Mary J? Oh, yeah. Totally. Is it... Mm, I'm going Kamala Harris on this one. You are? Uh, oh, she's not still in it, is she? Not the Kristen? She's not still Gillibrand? in it. Yeah. That's a good guess. Because she thinks of herself as kind of good time party girl. Yeah, <laughs> she's like, I'm hip. I'm with it. She wants to be known as the good time party girl yeah. running for president. She goes to mm. saloons and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, get a sling me a vodka. She read her own story. 
that is also her slogan at a library in Iowa to one child. Oh, no. <laughs> That's what happens when you run for president against 30 yeah. people. This yeah. is going to happen to you. You're going to have a rally with three people. Yeah. Do you listen to This American Life? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I heard, that might too. Be where I yeah. heard that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, how funny. Oh. Okay. Will, you got that point. It's oh, Kamala right. Harris. All right, here we go with the second song. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's the sort of song that I would expect to hear on the deck of a cruise ship as it was starting on its way to the Bahamas. It, I hope it would definitely be Beto. You think it's Beto? Beto or what do you think? I'm going Booker on this one. That is a Cory Booker song. It is Judge. You get the point. Oh, wow. I think they're also from Indiana, so there's that connection. Yeah. Sometimes they make these really stretches. Here's number three. Gillibrand. Yeah, this is her. Because it's a little country, and she wears <laughs> cowboy boots. But just enough sass to be like, hey... I'm the underdog. Watch out for me. TJ, what do you think? Tulsi Gabbard. She's like Hawaii, and she's like, yeah, we're far away, but we're part of the mainland. We're like country. Big ant to all of you. That is Amy Klobuchar. Oh, yeah. yeah. She's trying too hard. Yeah. Again, that's one of those. They're from Minnesota. And, you know, she's cool. She listens to hip-hop. That's what she's trying to go for. Klobuchar seems like the mother who would give me a talking to mm-hmm. in middle school if mm-hmm. I'd wronged somebody younger than me. I think that's She one got of the... out of her car. Yeah. She saw you. Yeah. Yeah. But she's also one country. of those moments that probably would be life-changing. Like, you're like, I was going down this one track mm-hmm. and then this mom yelled at me in the parking lot at the seventh grade <laughs> and now I gave up math. Yeah, yeah. she was right. <laughs> she's also the kind of person that probably should be the president. Mm. Even okay. though I don't think she's the person that will win. Yeah. Okay. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm with you. She's 100%. kind of the Angela Merkel of the race right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. The responsible adult. I would be confident that she could do a perfectly good job. I just don't think people are going to be chanting her name like they were Obama. Klobuchar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Klobuchar. I don't think people are going to be able to spell. Rachel. Right. <laughs> is it Rachel Klobuchar? I thought it was Amy. It is. Oh, Rachel from the earlier. It's a callback oh, to you. That's funny. In improv, often we'll Rachel. reference something from a previous scene in a current scene. Yeah. Right, two more. Yes. Let's, let's hear the next <laughs> one. This is number four. All right, what do you think it is? I'm going Joe Biden. You think it's Biden? No, because I almost thought that. I'm going to say Cory Booker just to be confident. That is a Biden song. He's cool. It's chill. It's like Beto. You think it's Beto? Yeah. That's as cool as Biden ever gets right there. Okay, two things. Biden's song is really boring, and it's not him. I I couldn't even deal with playing the Biden song, so he's not going to come up. What is it? It is Cory Booker. Bill Withers, Lovely Day by Cory Booker. (laughs) You're good at this. What is Biden's song? Do you remember? It's a Bruce Springsteen something uh, boring. No. Oh, yeah, about God. wearing blue jeans or something. Uh, <laughs> Alright, here's the last one. Tumble out of bed and I stumble to the kitchen for myself a cup of ambition and yawn and I feel like this may be Christmas. No. That is Elizabeth Warren. Mm. 
Oh yeah, oh, it is. It is, it is Elizabeth. That's Warren. Warren. Yeah, it is Elizabeth. It is. Warren. Y- y- y'all got that. Yay! Everybody got that one. All right. All right. She's for the working people. She sure right? is. Right, saving money, not kind of being for big business and all that stuff. That's a great Warren. But she believes song. in capitalism. Does she? She does. Yeah. She wants all of us to be able to participate. Capitalism for the people. Yes. Yeah, I agree. I decided that since, Will, you were running for president, I was going to pick a song for you. Oh, great. And then, to be fair, I got songs for you guys, too. So we'll just play these little clips. Um, Do we guess who's who? You want to guess who's for? Yeah. I love this. Okay. Here we go. All right. We'll do the first one, then. I love games. What do we think? It's me. Totally me. I just want it to be me. Yeah. I think it's you. It's totally you. Yeah, it's Alex. Good (laughs) choice. Good choice. (laughs) All right, here we go. Number two. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's clearly TJ. Well, it's well. It's well. Yep, yep, that's TJ. Oh, the teacher. That's um, totally TJ. I would love for a presidential candidate to have that as their song. <laughs> that would be great. anyone says anything. That's great. All right, I'm dying to hear mine. Here we okay, go. Okay, here's yours. Everything is awesome. Oh my gosh, I love this song. Everything is awesome. That's from the Lego movie. Yeah, yeah. I uh, felt like... It was got to be that. There's no one who reminds me of you more in cinema mm-hmm. than Chris Pratt in the Lego Movie. <laughs> yes. That's awesome. I love that. Thank you. That's a truly optimistic song. It is. I love, I love that. everything so, is awesome. Uh, when you win, you're welcome. Thank you. That is going to be my theme song. <laughs> yes. Now, did you guys select what you thought your songs might be, TJ or Alexandria? I don't think so. Then I really love George's pick for me working. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, for the Missy callback. That was like high school days. I remember working it, working. <laughs> well, I'd selected a song that I think is appropriate. I'll just go ahead and play it for you now. Okay. Why are there so many songs about rainbows? And what's on the other side? Rainbows are visions, but only illusions, and rainbows have nothing to hide. <laughs> that could not be more perfect. <laughs> that sounds great. Oh, it's simple and sweet, and he plucks a little banjo. Mm-hmm. Rainbow Connection by our dear friend Kermit the Frog. Our dear oh, friend yeah. of the pod. <laughs> oh, and then you enter from the back. Of the audience, like, yeah, they're not expecting. Just it. kind of putting my hand uh, gently, hello, on everyone's shoulder. <laughs> oh God, <Yeah>. <laughs> that's not creepy at all. <laughs> yeah, and we're all okay with it. <laughs> well, folks, believe it or not, this brings us to the end of another episode of the Funniest People I Know podcast. You can check us out on Instagram. We've got a Facebook page. Thank you again for tuning into the show. We have a great time recording for you. We look forward to future episodes, so keep tuning in. We've got a lot more in store on the Funniest People I Know podcast and radio show. Thank you to producer Jane and Gars at the Georgia Radio Reading Service. Also, Rose Scott, if you're listening, I love that playlist you sent me. And yes, we'll be on the show. Have yourself a hilarious week. Bye. Bye. 
That does it for this episode of The Funniest People I Know. We broadcast on Saturdays at 1.30 p.m. on the Georgia Radio Reading Service, and the podcast is available Sundays on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or you can ask Alexa to play The Funniest People I Know. Please, folks, help us spread the word, rate, review, and subscribe. Contact us on Twitter and Instagram at Funniest People I Know or email funniestpeopleiknow at gmail.com. Have yourselves a hilarious week.